Hi, I'm Nick Perkett. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. We are talking tonight, that's Craig Ravel and Tony Whitlock, to the newest champion in supercars, that being Thomas Randall, who was only... Maybe crown might not be the right word, but certainly given the accolade and told that you have won the championship yesterday. Congratulations, Thomas. Thank you, Tony, and uh, pleasure to be on the show, and good evening to you as well, Craig. Thanks, Thomas. Fantastic that, you know, this has happened, albeit it was very late in occurring, but fantastic because um, you have been the dominant driver in the series this year. Um, Brody, uh, unfortunately, of course, because of Eccleston, weren't able to compete in the balance of the series. They didn't come to Bathurst, but yeah, tremendous that uh, Will Brown acknowledged that you were the pace of the series. And there's one particular stat that is an extraordinary one. Um, Greg, I think, I'm sure you'll agree with me. For a driver to be in seven races, albeit a shortened championship, but Motorsport Australia have said it is a championship. So you actually have finished first or second in every one of those seven races is an astounding thing. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Um, firstly, it's nice of my yeah, fellow competitors to uh, yeah, congratulate me and say those uh, very nice gestures. But, no, that is an awesome stat. And I was actually thinking about that the other day. That, hey, that's actually was my worst position. So, um, yeah, no, very, very happy with the, with the shortened season. Um, but... Um, you know, as much as we would all like to keep racing, it's just unfortunately not possible in the, the climate we're in at the moment. So just got to take what we can get. And, you know, it's a credit to supercars for just being able to still keep going and allow Super 2 to run. I mean, there's so many other sports in Australia that haven't been able to continue on. They've had to halt everything for the year. So I think it's just a credit to them and, of course, my team, Matt White Motorsport and all the crew for basically quarantining for two rounds, and then yeah, all my all my supporters who have uh, stayed on board this year through this crazy time. Now, tell us, it was back in June that um, when Victoria was going to lockdown, that uh, you were, had already been signed up by Brad Jones. Um, it wasn't a test day, um, but you, you'd been signed up to pair with Nick Perkett. And you made a decision, a, a, a decision that ultimately paid out, but uh, you got on the road very quickly. Tell us mm. about that. Yeah, yeah. So when those borders shut, I think on the 6th of July, which was the Monday, they were unsure if Super 2 was going to be uh, racing, and then they ultimately decided it would be. So I got out of Melbourne about three hours later, or out of Victoria, I should say, three hours later, and then um, – didn't look back for about three and a half months, so moved to temporarily up to Queensland, went to Brisbane. I stayed with the McAdams, which uh, yeah, can't really thank them enough for letting me bunk with them for three months, and uh, that allowed me to keep all my well, to keep mentally sane. But there was no restrictions up there, so I was able to train like normal and just do everything normally. And I think that put me in the best headspace for Bathurst and certainly I felt like I was 
yeah, on my game at the at Mount Panorama, and um, we extended that championship lead in Super Two, and I guess Supercars was another story, but we I felt like yeah, my my performance was still pretty pretty good. Now you know Liam McAdam through go karts, is that correct? Uh, Formula Ford. He was my teammate in uh, the first two years I raced Formula Ford. So yeah, and you kept that friendship going and. Yeah, that was 2013 and 2014. So we've yeah, I've known Dave, Dave, Leanne, and Liam's for this be yeah seven years. That you stayed there uh, with them just out of Brisbane, is that correct? South of Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was uh, west of Brisbane. Yeah, west, sort of on the way towards right. Switch. Okay. All right, and that was after you did so Sydney Motorsport Park because that was the first weekend sort of thing, wasn't it? Out of the when you came out of um, Victoria. Correct. Yeah. So. Um, and then when they st- were looking at shutting the New South Wales border to Queensland, that's when I thought I needed to get out of New South Wales. And it was kind of good because I didn't have a place to stay in New South Wales for for three, oh, for two and a half months or three months. So I um, kept going to Queensland and then that allowed me to race the Bentley at Tail and Bend and also do the co-driver practice session. So everything kind of worked out really well. And Certainly wouldn't have been able to do that if I was in Victoria. And, yeah, I had an absolute blast. It was a sad moment to leave. And while I was there, I also got myself a Labrador puppy. Albeit yours is a, uh, a blonde one, isn't it? Is that correct? Not chocolate? That's correct, yeah. So, yeah, Nick and I share Labradors. But uh, he's got a chocolate lab and I've got a golden lab. But, um, yeah, Team Labrador Racing, full effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, Craig, I know will sort of strongly object to me if I start on this line, but I will anyway. It's it's not good luck that got you through and got you to Bathurst to do your Super Two and win that championship and and have another Bathurst start. It was your good management and your good decisions in in getting out of Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland. Then um, it uh, it must have been at times lonely for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wasn't with my family. I wasn't with my mum, my dad, or my sister. And uh, not that I'd be able to see my friends in Victoria, but yeah, certainly not having my family there was was yeah tough at times. But I'm I'm quite lucky that you know I, I guess I don't have any I don't have a wife or a family, so it wasn't as hard for me as what it probably was for other people. So I've got to look at it in that respect. And um. I mean, I used to live in Europe racing in uh, in Formula 3 and Formula Renault where I was away from my family for you know, six months to eight months at a period. So I guess I was kind of used to it in a way. And, I mean, we were in contact. I was in contact with Dad nearly every day and Mum probably yeah, every second day. So, um, yeah, we, we managed to run a Bentley from, from Queensland to Victoria to South Australia. That was a lot of fun. Um, but... I mean, it was yeah, certainly great to to get home, but it required a lot of yeah management to make sure that it was the right call to go up there, and I believe it definitely was. What's life been like a week and a half on returning to Melbourne and returning to what they have been experiencing for a hundred days? <laughs> well, I've certainly certainly kept forgetting for my mask on every time I get out of the car. I haven't really got used to that yet. Um, but I've just been yeah, getting back into the groove of, of home and finally uh, 
managed to put away all my clothes and unpack and been looking after the dog. Uh, back on the simulator a couple of days ago, been at dad's factory, uh, doing a little bit of work here and there and um, got back on my mountain bike. So it's yeah, been keeping, keeping busy and um, saw seen a couple of my friends, which has been great because, yeah, I didn't get to see them while I was in Queensland. Um, so, yeah, it's it's nice. To, it is really nice to be home, you know. Certainly nice to be sleeping in my own bed as, as well and obviously enjoying my mum's cooking as well. The amazing year that you've had when you consider physically what you've gone through to win this championship and the mental side of dealing what you've been dealing with health-wise does make it such a remarkable effort. I appreciate that, Craig. I mean, it's, yeah, certainly been a challenging year on and off the track, but I guess I've just tried to think about the racing and that's really what's sort of got me through and I've had plenty of time now to just sort of accept what's going on with me and, I mean, in in hindsight, well, if relative to, or I've put into perspective, I mean, it, it's nowhere near what other people are having to go through on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, in that regard, in that respect, I, I really can't complain. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I still feel fit and healthy. So it's, yeah, it's just every time you hear that C word, you think the worst. It's just like any other disease, really. Um, but it's, I'm just lucky that I, I got the one that was, most the most oh, that is the most curable so um and picked it up fairly early unlike yeah a non-curable cancer that's stage four so yeah, in that respect i am really lucky speaking of, of lucky um matt white um I, I just like to touch on that because that really was a very large commitment that uh, he and his team made given that the, you know there aren't many who work full time for matt um, he's uh, been a stalwart of uh, the development series right from when it first started. I've known him for the entire time. I knew him back when he was an Oscar NASCAR driver. Um, they made a real commitment, or he did, um, going to Darwin for two weeks. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, but they made a commitment when we raced in Sydney, you know, and a lot of people forget that, that we spent 11 days prior to racing or 10 days prior to racing at SMP in hotels. So, um, and then they, the team properly quarantined in Darwin for Bathurst, you know, they didn't have to do any of that. I mean, yeah, it's, it really is a credit to the team and, um, it's a credit to all the, all the crew that, uh, well, it's not their full-time job. So I really can't thank them enough. I mean, I kept getting photos of, what they're up to each day in Darwin and in Howard Springs, and it didn't look very pleasant. But I think they were really happy to get back to the track, and uh, and now they're yeah certainly happy to get home and know that they're not having to go through all that again. Um, because the only way I could have seen the championship continue was if we were well, some team would have had to quarantine somewhere because of the border closures. So, and I don't think anyone would have gone through that again if. Um, especially considering our last round of Bathurst. So, um, yeah, just got to thank the team. And we all went out for dinner on the Saturday night of, um, of Bathurst, just as a bit of a get-together because we'll probably never get together again. 
as a whole team. Um, so that was really quite nice. How disappointing is it to have won that Bathurst race but not to have been able to celebrate that championship with the group? Obviously, you can do it over dinner, but to have that moment where you spray the champagne. Well, I mean, we got to spray the champagne for the round win, but, yeah, not for the championship win. And, I mean, there was a lot of uncertainty the week on the weekend. I mean, I kept asking, you know, is this our last race? And I, I just couldn't get an answer. So... I think they were trying hard to do something else, but we all just figured the inevitable was going to happen, that we weren't going to race. And, yeah, I mean, it's disappointing because Supercars had the gala awards on the Sunday night live on TV and, um, you know, we weren't able to be part of that and I wasn't able to, you know, thank the team or my sponsors on TV for all their hard work and all their support. Uh, So that was... Yeah, certainly disappointing. I mean, I'm not sure really what they can do now apart from, you know, the social media posts. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I think they're, they're trying to do some sort of trophy presentation. They're trying to think of something. So we'll see what they come up with. I mean, it, it's difficult for everyone. So and you know, I've got to take that into account. I can't be too disappointed. It's just the way it is, you know, that like in one, on one hand, I've got to thank them for even running a championship or a series, you know, that. I could have easily said no. It's just too difficult with COVID. That's it. So, and also the other teams for 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 their efforts to get on the grid as well. Because if none of those teams were on the grid, we wouldn't have had a category. Indeed. Um, now you've done two Bathurst one thousand and two Dunlop Super Twos at Bathurst. But um, the thing that made it very different to most other drivers is. Both times you've been in four-car teams. That must uh, give you, A, a lot of confidence, but, B, it's sort of it's, it's just very different. We're not used to that really sort of thing, are we? No, no. I mean, well, there's not yeah, – there's only two two four-car teams now. I mean, we used to have uh, the Kellys, and they've yeah, reverted to two cars now. But um, that was actually my third Super 2 uh, Bathurst round. Uh, I, my first one was in 2018. Right. But um, – no, I mean, it was – well, it certainly was a difficult Sunday for Brad Jones racing, our team. I mean, we had uh, our issues with Car 8, the power steering problems, the engine issues, and then Car 14 was in the in the fence sort of a third of the way through. Um, car, Macca's car had the door issues, and then he came together with Jack Smith, and then Jack Smith had a tyre let go at the end, so – um, certainly a day to forget for our team. But, I mean, it was great to be a part of that atmosphere and I felt really um, part of the team, felt like part of the, the Brad Jones family and yeah, Brad, Brad himself was really inviting and sort of welcomed me with warm arms and it was great to pair up with Nick. I mean, he's certainly a misunderstood guy. He is seriously dedicated and, uh, yeah, I certainly have a newfound respect for him after working with him. I mean, he just he's so switched on and just super competitive guy, works hard with his engineer, works hard with himself. And I think we saw that, especially in his driving this year as well. The thing that uh, I think is so impressive is, is Brad Jones Racing. The fact that they've won um, three years in a row, I think it is, they've won the uh, pit stop competition. 
Um, they, I, I, in fact, went to watch them when Brad was racing in NASCAR and actually in the uh, two-litre series before mm. they came to Supercars. And I went specifically to watch them. And I watched um, Kim working on the car still in those days. This is in the late 90s, 95, 96. Um, and, and obviously Brad was driving. Um, that must actually give you a lot of heart to, to see the way in which that team goes about things because they have uh, the things they control, um, they do extremely well, don't they? Absolutely. And the thing about Brad Jones, Brad and Kim and the whole team, they're all racers. You know, they're there because that's what they are. That's that's in their blood, you know, and uh, – like you said, with the pit stop challenge, it just blows me away that they've won that three times now. I mean, I actually had no doubts when when they were going up on the on the on the Friday, I think, it, or the Thursday night. I think it was the finals, and I was I just knew that they could do it. I mean, seeing how how well they rehearse in the, in the workshop and what they've done over the whole year. I mean, that their pits the pit stops have just been phenomenal. For, for Brad Jones Racing. So I wasn't surprised at all. And something that in an area where it's kind of completely equal for all teams, Brad Jones won it. And it's not the first time. It's no fluke. And I think that just shows that he really does have a great bunch of guys and girls working for that team. So 2021... I guess that is the question that everyone wants to know. Normally, under normal circumstances, the winner of Super 2 makes the move to the main game. And uh, we've seen an interesting, silly season already with so many seats being uh, tossed up in the air. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, (laughs) like you said, you normally see the Super 2 winner move up, but... Every, every year there's a winner, but does that mean every year someone's going to move up? Because that would mean someone's going to move out of the championship. So it's a tricky one. I mean, I think there's about 10 spots that are not officially taken yet. And you've got Scott McLaughlin's moved out. He's off to, well, as we saw, he's he's moved over. He'll be moving to the US now to focus on IndyCar and um, Rick Kelly's just announced his retirement, which was I was certainly surprised by that. But um, I think you're going to see a lot of movement, certainly with the other drivers and also um, ex-recent main game drivers who were co-drivers at Bathurst. I think there's going to be um, a few of them pop up as main drivers again in 2021. So I'll do my best. Um, I haven't got anything locked in yet, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's also a, a different year in terms of normally we finish the championship supercars and Super 2 at the end of November, but this year we finished at sort of mid-October. So um, that also leaves the teams with a bit more time to organise sponsorship commitments uh, and also trying to find drivers. So I, I don't think there's as much of a rush this year. For, for, for 2021, but you've still got to be there and you've got to be on the ball. And normally it's, it's this is what they call musical chairs. Isn't that right? Indeed. And it, it's interesting. There's nearly going to be, as maybe not as quite as much, but a sponsor movement, you know, colours moving around between teams. 
Um, it, you know, when you might sign up with, some, with a team, you might find that you're in totally different colours than what you thought you were going to be in. But mm. um, I, I would, I would suggest that uh, the fact that you've done so well at Bathurst over the last few years, and while you didn't show uh, get a chance in the race to show your real form, all through the practice uh, sessions, you were constantly uh, showing your colours well and truly in the top ten. Every time you bolted on a new set of tyres, that you were using them and using them to good effect to be up there in the top of the pack. Um, so you must be encouraged the fact that next year's series is going to kick off at Bathurst. That's what we understand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, like you said, I think we all are pretty confident it's going to kick off at Mount Panorama considering supercars, you know, own that race, the 12-hour, the and we're not going to have it for a normal 12-hour or, or a 12-hour as – as we know it. So, yeah, certainly not going to surprise me if supercars end up in the first round and we've just come out of Bathurst. And, yeah, I'm certainly pretty confident around there. I think we showed, yeah, certainly great speed in both cars, in the Nissan and, and like you said, in, in the number eight Commodore. I mean, I was I ended up second in the last co-driver session and I think I was sixth in the one before that. So, um, yeah, I'm certainly happy with how my pace was in the car. I mean, there was a few areas where I could still improve, but it's tricky being a co-driver. I mean, the team demands you fast, but you look like a complete goose if you crash the car because it's it's not your car to crash. You know, it's if the main guy crashes it, then it's okay. But as a co-driver, that's kind of kind of the forbidden rule, you know, of uh, not crashing the main guy's car. Given in 2019 you did the full Pertec Enduro Cup, I imagine you'd be pretty keen to get back and do that to do a well, it won't be a uh, excuse me, Sandown 500. It'll be a Tail and Bend 500 more than likely, um, and it doesn't look at this stage as we're going to be back at the Gold Coast, um, but the, they may add a, a third race uh, somewhere else um, to make it a three uh, three round Enduro. You'd be pretty keen for that to happen, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, I'd be keen to be the main driver for it, <laughs> but if, I guess if I yeah don't get a main series seat, then I'll just um, keep keep co-driving for next year, and um, I'm really not sure what's going to happen. You know, I I just really want to be in the main series. I mean, I, I believe I'm ready, and now's the time to do it. So um, everything's just got to fall the right way. But yeah, if it doesn't happen, life goes on. That's Tony. That's just the way it is. You can't, you can't get angry about the things you can't control. You know, I feel like I've done everything I can over the last seven years of my career. I've won three championships now, and yeah, I'm not sure what what more that needs to be like, that I can do before before moving up to the main series. So um, yeah, it's it's the position we're in at the moment. So hopefully something can uh, can pop up for next year. Thomas, I think I've said it to you before and I'll say it again to you. Just keep doing what you're doing because it's being noticed by lots of people. Um, Thomas, uh, Randall, we uh, congratulate you on your title. Uh, as you've just mentioned, uh, the third of your titles. Um, it's fantastic that uh, finally that's come through and we wish you all the best over the next few months getting together your uh, a full-time drive in supercars if it doesn't happen 
and I'm sure other things that will pop up uh, that will be worthy replacements, maybe not a full-time drive, but uh, I think that opportunity is well truly out there for you to get hold of. So best of luck in your search, Thomas. Again, Thomas, thank you. No worries. Thanks for having me once again. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you for joining us Inside Supercars. Craig Vell and Tony Whitlock. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.